Let's talk Tanya for the 12th of Shvat. Yesterday we spoke about mitzvahs and Torah study as being expressions of God's internal will, the Pneumius Haratzen, and therefore when engaged in doing a mitzvah or when studying Torah, what we're doing is we are actually at that moment being subsumed in the unity of God. The ultimate Achtus Hashem, we are creating the unity of God within ourselves. Yesterday we, spoke, we spent most of the time talking about doing mitzvahs. When we do a mitzvah, being that a mitzvah is God's will, and not just His will, God's essential will, when we're doing it, at that moment we're being enveloped and encompassed by God's will, and there is no room for any identity other than that while we are doing that. When we are studying Torah, it's much more than that. This is similar to what we talked about earlier on in Tanya, when we were learning chapter 5 about the advantage of Torah over mitzvahs, is that in a mitzvah, I'm experiencing something. When I'm learning Torah, I'm actually uniting with it. When I do a mitzvah, yes, I am experiencing and becoming subsumed in God's will. When I'm learning Torah, on the other hand, God's wisdom and will is becoming one with me. I'm taking it into my mind. It is becoming one with me. And that is something which is simply mind-blowing. We have to realize all the energy, all the divine energy, the godly energy that's in the world, all of it, is All of it is the external part of God's will. Because again, God, the worlds are only uh, the support system for what God really wants, which is us doing Torah and mitzvahs. So what is the source of all the energy in this world? The source of all the energy is the Torah and mitzvahs. That is the Pnimi Yitzharatzen, which is the ultimate cause of everything. So when I am learning Torah, I am right now integrating within me, and I am becoming one with an energy which is beyond all of creation, the source of all of creation. If I had any idea what was happening while I was studying Torah, I would be dissolved from existence. I would not be able to tolerate the awesomeness of the moment. But our luck is that we have no clue what's going on. An example that I like to use is imagine, you know, you have people walking by the Mona Lisa in the Louvre in France. So everyone is uh, ooing and eyeing. You know, some people aren't, you know, they understand the art and they appreciate the, the nuances of what's going on over there. Other people, more like me, have no clue about art. But they're still awed by the experience. Why? Because they're aware of the fact that this is, um, you know, the most famous piece of art that there is, and it's priceless. But imagine then a little poodle, a little dog walks by, and it looks at the Louvre. Uh, sorry, it looks, it looks at the Mona Lisa. How impressed is it going to be? When we're studying Torah, we're like the dog walking by the Mona Lisa. We have zero clue of the awesomeness of what is going on at the moment. We are literally, right now, uniting with the energy which is above and beyond all of creation. How does that actually impact our Torah study? That we'll find out tomorrow.